Welcome to the Karate Shrimp Podcast. I'm your host, Sabrina Bleem. Join me in exploring all the ways we can perform better in life and martial arts. Something I absolutely adore about karate is that what we look like under our uniforms never ever comes up as a talking point. We don't sit around with other martial artists and talk about how to get rid of cellulite or love handles. We don't talk about appearance at all. You know, if you follow karate on Instagram, you don't see videos on this stuff. You don't see reels on three tips for building a booty for karate. In martial arts, we're focused far more on what we can do and on how well we can perform rather than on something superficial like looking good naked. And don't get me wrong, I want to look good naked and many of us do, but fitness culture on social media can be a lot toxic. And I think it focuses far too much on appearance. So I follow a lot of fitness stuff on Instagram and uh, not just karate, but you know, strength training and that kind of thing. And lately I've been getting all these reels that talk about something called hip dips. Have you heard of this? I had never heard of hip dips before. I actually had to Google it. So I see these videos, they're talking about hip dips and giving advice on how to get rid of it or how to reduce the appearance of hip dips. So I look it up, find out, okay, it's something where, I guess more so in women, but maybe men can have it too. It's where your thigh or your femur meets your pelvis, just above there, the hips can go in a little bit sometimes and then come back out. Some women have it, some don't. Women who have it, uh, it can be more pronounced if you have more body fat. Okay, again, I knew nothing about this. Is this a concern? Is this really what people are focusing on? But it's funny because within a very short period of time after looking it up, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna look in the mirror. Do I have hip dips? You know, and then I'm like, find myself judging myself like, oh, do I or don't I? And do I measure up? And I quickly went, no, this is, this is stupid. This is something I never was concerned about. It's something that doesn't matter. And you know, these posts, they're trying to solve a problem that isn't a problem. And that, you know, most people, if they hadn't heard of it on social media, probably wouldn't even know about it. And now it's a problem. <laughs> like body fixation is, is, is a good thing, really? You know, and then you have these other Instagrammers who are taking a different approach and they're celebrating their hip dips. You know, women saying, look, I've got hip dips and I fully accept this and it's okay. And you know, it's, it's promoting body positivity and body acceptance. And I do respect that. And I have made posts like this before, um, you know, celebrating my flaws. And, and when I was younger, I had disordered eating and really horrible body image. And a big part of healing for me was coming out of hiding. And so I made this, you know, scary post on social media. I was, I don't know, 41 or something. And I was like, okay, here's my abs, you know, here's my cellulite, here's my body. And I fully accept it. You know, I'm 41, I've got age spots and wrinkles and yeah, I look good, but you know, I'm not perfect and I'm okay with that. And I'm, I no longer want to hide, right? I, I don't feel the need to hide my flaws anymore. And this is a really positive thing that I did, I felt. I felt really good and, and, and liberated after doing this. But even at the time, I was thinking, you know what would be even better than this? Is not focusing on appearance at all. <laughs> you know, even body positivity type posts, it's still making appearance a thing. 
right? And I'd love to get to a point where it doesn't even have to come up, you know, whether it's a positive post or a negative post, it would be great if, if none of us felt the need to super focus in on our appearance. Because honestly, the more we draw attention to this stuff, whether positively or negatively, the more we draw attention to it, the more we make it an issue and a thing of importance in our lives. And I'd love to get to a point where we, we don't even discuss this stuff at all. You know, it's more so about what someone can do or, you know, their intelligence or what value they can bring uh, to the world rather than what their body looks like. And, you know, I think it'd be so great to get to a point where fitness can be celebrated without that connection to the size of your muscles or the narrowness of your waist as, as like a sign that, you know, you've won, you've achieved something. And I love that about karate, that we never, ever have these discussions. You know, you build strength in karate, but it's about building strength for power. You know, it's about building your power and building your speed and performing better. You're not just building strength to, you know, look jacked. Although, you know, that's a great thing too. But we're not. We're focusing on what we can do. You know, we celebrate what we can do as martial artists, what we can do with these amazing bodies we have of all shapes and sizes. You know, I love fitness. I love um, striving for things and, you know, setting goals and, and pushing myself and, and building up muscle. It feels really empowering, but it's not the only thing that drives me, you know? And like, if there's, there's been times in my life where I've slacked off with my fitness and in those times, it really, it starts to become about my appearance again. I focus more on my body composition, probably because, um, you know, when you sit around a lot and you don't train, your body composition does change. You lose muscle, right? Use it or lose it is, is true. So that's when I start to focus more on my appearance. But then I get back into hard training again and I realize, okay, that positive changes, so-called positive changes in your appearance uh, are a natural result of training hard. And that happens whether or not you make it a goal. And really what drives me with fitness is how I feel when I'm training a lot. I feel so good. You know, the more I move, the more I want to move and the happier I am. I'm happiest when I'm moving. I really am. And that's more so it. So when I'm moving a lot, yes, okay, my body composition improves, but it really, that's not why I'm confident. I feel more confident because I'm doing something that brings me joy and that I feel good at and that I'm working on and improving upon. And so my focus improves and my motivation improves. I feel more empowered. And that has nothing to do with my appearance. None of that. And with karate, we get exactly that, you know, we get this chance to improve ourselves and a natural consequence of it is improving our body composition, improving our fitness. But we don't need to pay attention to those things. We don't need to make that a focus when we're just trying to improve our performance in martial arts. All of that just happens as a consequence. You know, and when we train hard in karate to improve our technique, to improve our performance, we fully inhabit our bodies, right? It's not just how we look on the outside. It's really, it's a much more full body experience. And, you know, we focus on the position of our hands and our feet and our limbs in space and what that feels like and and all the little nuances, right? And, and the subtle details of making a technique look good. And we focus so much on that 
on, on the amazing things we can do with our bodies rather than on how we look, on how, you know, defined our forearms are, right? Or, or you know, how big our muscles are. It's how can we move those muscles most effectively and, and more aesthetically, more beautifully, more powerfully. In karate, it's, it's not about how you look. It's, it's about power and purpose and intent. Being someone with, a, you know, a history of disordered eating and poor body image in the past, in my 20s, I found it so liberating to start martial arts, to, you know, put on a uniform and realize everyone is wearing the same uniform. And you can kind of see, you know, what people look like under the uniform, you get a sense of it, but not really. You can't tell if one person has a six pack or another one doesn't. You can't tell if someone has dimples in their butt cheeks. You cannot tell, thank goodness, you cannot tell. You know, when people are wearing karate uniforms, what they look like underneath. It doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't matter how any of these people look, how any of us look in the slightest. And that is so awesome to me. And that was so new for me, this mindset of wanting to improve my fitness and striving for that in martial arts without it being tied to body proportions or body composition. In karate, our success is defined by our effort and our mastery of techniques. You don't get a gold medal for losing your love handles. You don't get a gold medal for reducing the appearance of hip dips. None of those things matter in the slightest in karate. And karate is like set apart from this toxic fitness culture that unfortunately on social media seems to promote body dysmorphia, seems to promote this hyperfixation on all the little details of how we look, or at the very least, a constant awareness of how we look and whether we measure up. Versus, you know, in martial arts, your appearance doesn't matter apart from how a technique looks or how well you present yourself. Like certainly, you know, looking nice and neat and tidy in your uniform, having good hygiene, all of these things are important. Although I have seen even at a tournament, there was a guy who um, his uniform was really wrinkled, really unkempt, and he won the grand championship based on his effort, based on his performance. Apart from that, apart from how your uniform looks and how you carry yourself, your appearance does not factor in. You know, and conversations about hip dips or six packs would seem so out of context in karate, kind of like in grade five, I think it was, when I called my teacher mom. He was definitely not my mom, but it was so jarring, me yelling out mom <laughs> to my male teacher. It was out of context, right? And it would be the same to be at a dojo and talking about cellulite. It just, and I have heard some martial artists talk about this stuff and say, you know, I wanna lose the gut or I wanna lose shape or lose weight or get in shape. And it always seems a little unexpected to me to hear that because I don't think about that stuff for other martial artists at all. I don't look at their bodies and judge them or imagine, you know, okay, are they struggling with their, you know, body image? Are they trying to lose weight? It doesn't, it seems irrelevant to me. It's like, we're all there to improve at karate and that's what matters. And we can do that no matter how we look because how we look, ultimately, it doesn't fucking matter. In martial arts, we train our bodies and we learn to respect our bodies for what they can do, for what they can accomplish, and for how our bodies 
can celebrate and represent martial arts. Thank you for tuning in to the Karate Shrimp podcast. You can also find me on YouTube at The Karate Shrimp, as well as on my blog, www.thekarateshrimp.com. There you can find more resources, as well as online courses to help you perform better in life and martial arts. Feel free to share my content with anyone you know who could benefit from it. See you next time.